FGC Jump Squad, your premier Tekken podcast. This is FGC Job Squad episode 13. I'm your host, Kadar, aka Kadizi, and I got my co host here with me, Ian, aka Pickle. What's up? And we have a very special guest today. We got Chris, aka Uncle Caps. And, oh, uh, yeah. How you doing, man? What's going on, man? I appreciate the invite. Oh, oh yeah. We got to talk to we got to talk to everyone from every corner of the Tekken world. And I feel like, for me, it's like, man, Detroit just seems like such a fun FGC, but it's like, you don't. You gotta you gotta follow the Detroit pages because otherwise you know you don't see too much you know exposure everywhere else you know compared to West Coast, mm-hmm. West Coast stuff like that. So, uh, so basically yeah. we always are you. I mean, what do you what do you guys say about that? Is that is that fair? Yeah, it's fair. I mean, before uh, when I first came around, when I was first introduced to the scene, um, Michigan wasn't really known. Uh, well, I'm gonna say Detroit. Detroit wasn't really known as a Tekken state. I think we only had probably maybe three or four Tekken players um, that were actually known around the scene and FGC as a whole. Now with the new generation of gamers and the new generation of players that we have now, it went from everybody wanting to play Marvel and Street Fighter to everybody in Detroit is playing Michigan. I think 90% of our community now plays Tekken. I didn't, I've been around long enough to see that uh, shift of you know people wanting to play this game and then now everybody's playing this game so yeah that's that's a that's a real fair assessment because like i said we wasn't it wasn't really known for that now we got people we got d-town king we got l train we got footwork you got me you got our newcomers like azure senpai uh senpai relax um you know it's it's quite a few different yeah, you got a, a few a few different people that's coming that's coming to play now. We got Lemon, we got D Spec, so we got a we got a nice little and that's just the name of few. You know, what I'm saying they're my people. You know, so we got a few other people here that play. We got Enoch. He's a new. He's another player who's around uh, who makes a lot of uh, waves on the online scene, and you know, it's just a real big thing. Then of course you got the uh, I High who's doing the first attendance every Friday. So he has not only just our community, our community, but he gets a couple people from out of state, from Indiana to Ohio to Chicago, who likes to join in and do the first of 10 on the Fridays that he does. I, you know, if y'all should check that out, one, if y'all get a chance to, so every Friday he does a first of 10. It's like a good, nice, nice little fight card, maybe uh, five to six matches, and then everybody does a first of 10, and he posts he posts it, he strains it. Um, you do this online? Yeah, he does it online, yep. Yep, he does it online, so... It's a, and, and that's what makes it wonderful uh, is with the online situation, people from all different uh, places and skill level have a chance to get on and learn and play different people and play different play styles. And, you know, if you add Ty, I've been around a long time. That's one of my OG players, a person who taught me how to play as well. He, yeah. He's definitely an individual that's willing to sit down with you and, and give you his ins and outs and what he does know and 
his knowledge is very just it's just so much that you know that's definitely a person that you want to go to when you want to ask about Tekken not only just a Michigan but just as a, a Tekken player as a whole. All right, so you're saying that you've been around for a while, so we always like to start at the beginning with the origin stories and stuff like that. So, I mean, if you've been around for a while, you know, how'd you get into gaming in general? And we'll, we'll get to fighting games after that. But what was your, you know, introduction to video games and stuff like that? Um, my earliest game that I can remember playing, and it was funny because I never knew what it was until I got older. I just remember two men running across this board, shooting hella bullets, at whatever the fuck was on the screen. Was that and, like Atari? Atari or like ColecoVision or something? No, nah, it was Contra. Oh, Contra, okay. Yeah. What is this PG-13? Let me know. Oh, no, no. Yeah, go go, go crazy. Go crazy. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm going to say, because, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, Uncle Cass cuss a lot. You know what I'm saying? This this this, this ain't for the kids. But, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, like I said, I, I never knew what it was as a kid. Because I used to see my, my peoples playing it all the time, like my pops and my mom and them. And I was like, dog, what the hell is this shit on the screen? These niggas just running across the screen, blowing shit the fuck up. I, I never knew what it was. And even when I tried to play it as a kid, of course, my bum ass, I always fucking died. Like two minutes into running across the screen like a jackass. And, yeah, and then I, as I got older, I was like, damn, what the fuck game was that that I remember as a kid playing? And it was it was Contra. And then... um. My pops was a street a street guy, so he sold he sold dope. You know what I'm saying? Rest rest in peace to my pops. But he sold dope. So of course every every dope dealer in Detroit had a Super Nintendo or a Sega Genesis. So every nigga in the hood played Killer Instinct. Every nigga in the hood played Street Fighter. If you if you black, you definitely had a Ken. Every nigga played Ken. I don't know what it is. <laughs> like no matter no matter what other character you played a Street Fighter, every nigga in the hood played Ken. I don't care if he was your main character. Or if it was a pocket character, niggas got the ass beat. You know what, nigga? I'm about to play Ken. Fuck this. I'm about to beat your ass. It was everybody, <laughs> every nigga played Ken, dog. It was fucked up. I don't know why it was like that. It's just some hood nigga shit. Every nigga played Ken, dog. But you know, I remember Killer Instinct, Contra, Street Fighter 2, um, Mario Kart uh, uh, on Nintendo. We just It was just, uh, just Nintendo. And then when I got old enough and I had my own system, my grandma bought me. I, I turned into a second Genesis kid, and I was just Sonic. It was just Sonic. I I was never playing Mario. I was like Mario, cool, but this little nigga's a bitch. He trying to chase down something to for a whore. Like God damn, you gotta say this whore, and and then he, you don't never get the fuck the bitch. It was all man. But my nigga Sonic, he was just he was just fucking nigga. He was running through shit, eating chili dogs, and that shit was cold. I'm from Detroit, and we put chili cheese on everything. We got chili, yeah. we got chili cheese fries, chili cheese hot dogs, chili cheese on a hamburger. We don't give a fuck. We put chili cheese on the cheese sticks. The napkin got chili cheese on it. <laughs> All kinds of shit. So when I seen that shit, I was like, oh, Sonic, Sonic was from Detroit in my ass. So that's what I that's what I resonated with. So that was just the earliest shit for me, for sure, for sure. But I just know um, for my family, a lot of my family is uh, are, are from the streets and they do street shit. And in order for me to to not be like that, because I seen a lot of wild shit growing up. You know what I'm saying? I seen niggas get shot, stabbed, robbed. You know what I'm saying? I seen my dad beat a nigga up because he owed him some money for some work, all kind of shit. And I just knew as a kid, I was like, damn, nigga, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna have to look over my shoulder my whole life. So yeah. to keep me 
productive or to keep my because I'm a very active person when it comes to my come to think I'm always wondering about some shit. So to keep my mind active and to have a, a focal point, as you will, I play games and games for me have a lot of moving parts. And those moving parts kept me concentrated on one specific thing. So it keep kind of keep me out of, out of trouble to be honest. Yeah. I ain't going to lie about with gaming, man, it's it's kept so many people out of trouble. It's like one of the best yeah. things about it, man. They're like I can't lie, if it wasn't for that, I I'd probably be in jail or shot dead somewhere because I was I was a boy for real for real. So playing games definitely definitely kept me out of out of trouble. <laughs> so so you were really playing. So you were playing, you know, in the neighborhood and stuff. Was it competitive as a kid? You know, when did you get that kind of competitive itch? So. We got this term, right, where we call it hood good, right? It's when <laughs> hood <laughs> good. It's called hood good, and what it is 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 when you don't know nothing about the competitive scene or none of that other shit. You just know in your neighborhood you beat everybody ass. Niggas can't <laughs> fuck with you, right? Yeah, that's what it was for me. Niggas in my neighborhood couldn't fuck with me. I'm talking about I was fucking niggas up. I, I was I was serving up all kind of meat. It was bad, right? So did you I just was like understand nigga. the game more or what? Like compared to people mashing and stuff, did you kind of understand like okay, this is a good move, this is a slow move kind of thing or what? I'm a I'm a I'm a I can really say I ne- I didn't know what I didn't I had no understanding of frames or what they were. Um I just had uh, a natural ability to kind of feel what was going on as I was playing, kind of speak. And I, I don't know if that makes sense, but even now, um, as I play games now, and I'm 30, 30, I'm about to be 32 this year, I can hop on a, I can hop on a game, and if you're not actually good at this game, you cannot beat me because I have a, a I have a really basic. I like to call it fighting game sense of, of how to play fighting games. And it, it's just weird to me. Like, I kind of know when to do certain little shit. I kind of know when to not do certain little shit. I kind of know it doesn't help that I'm a, I'm a fucked up mental individual because I like to do little fucked up mind games to people and shit during, during games. And I employ these little fucked up mental tactics to, to make people do what I want to do. And then once they do it, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So he's going to do this every time I do that. Next time you do that, I'm going to fuck on you real bad. And they <laughs> do it, and I fuck on them real bad anyway. So I just had – it was like some Bruce Lee shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't think, feel. Like, I just had a, a, a natural way of knowing how to go about playing fighting games. And Do you have any, like, uh, I, funny funny stories in the neighborhood, like, just just, you know, playing and, like, Oh, uh, I got one, and I got beat up for this shit too. Um, <laughs> real shit. Out of the game. <laughs> so, of course, I'm the nigga in the neighborhood that everybody come grab to come fight everybody or anybody because I was the nigga who was known to bust everybody ass. So, fight, right? Wait, wait, hold on. We talk about fist fight or video game? Video games, but okay, I ended, right. it ended up being a fist fight, and I got my ass right. whooped. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's, let's go ahead. Okay. So, um, I stay on, I stay on what they call six mile. It's like a certain area and we got these different little, 
areas like you got six mile, seven mile, eight mile, Puritan, Finkel. It's like little different neighborhoods, right? Yeah, so right. in my neighborhood, I was known for fucking niggas up in games. It just so happened that this kid from two two hoods over, we're gonna call it hoods, from two hoods over was supposed to be he's supposed to be that man in his neighborhood, right? Yeah. So of course our neighborhoods got people who know each other. They talking shit. You know, y'all should play. Y'all should play. Y'all should play. And I remember this shit. We go to play uh, Tekken 3. And I'm fucking this kid up. Right? Now, of course, as kids, when your parents are around, you don't cuss. But when your parents ain't around, it's just kids. All we right. saying all kinds <laughs> of shit. So we... <laughs> you know, we talking shit. Right? And I fucked him up so bad that I guess the little girl who was watching was some little girl that he had liked, right? It was a little chick. We all yeah. like, we all like twelve and fourteen or some shit, right? So yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's like some chick. We might have been younger than that because when did T three come out? Back in three, I, I must have been uh, like ten, uh, like ninety eight or something. Uh, right? Yeah, I was a baby back then. So I was like eight. I was like eight or around the time. When it should, because matter of fact, Funko Land was still a gaming store when T- when Tekken Three came out. Anyway, right. so I was like, it would have to be from eight, from the ages of eight to twelve, somewhere in there. So some little girl who was there, the nigga had liked her, whatever, had a crush on, but I fucked his ass up in front of the girl. So you know, she started, you know, fucking with me a little bit because I done beat the nigga ass, all type of shit, and we go outside. I go to the ice cream truck. Got my little dollar on me. I go to I go to get the hood special, the the uh the WWE ice cream sandwich. Everybody ate those. And did the that ice cream truck have the Sonic one? You know, you remember the Sonic ice cream? Yeah, I remember it with the little with the eyes on the dollar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I I didn't like that because I I didn't like how I turned my mouth blue. I was yeah. like the OC, OCD, and I'm OCD, so I don't like I don't like to eat certain shit that turn my mouth different colors and all that shit because it looked like weird. Yeah. I, I was I was a weird little kid. So, the nigga, I thought I beat his ass and go get him ice cream. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking I'm the man. And the nigga comes outside and, like, smacks my ice cream sandwich out my hand. Right? I'm mad. I'm trying to feel smash the nigga like we playing Tekken for real. And the nigga, the nigga deck my shit and blow my shit out and fuck me up. Oh, man. Fucked up. Fucked up. You she have to get her back, up. dude. You embarrassed in front of his girl. Yeah. She was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that that didn't that didn't deter you because I feel like you know kind of I mean not to not to get from the origin story one of the reasons I wanted to you know talk to you is because I mean, you talk shit on Twitter and it's hilarious so I'm always reading silently you know I feel mm-hmm. you, that didn't deter you at all no no it didn't deter me uh it's funny because when I got back to the crib of course I'm fucked up my grandma asked what happened tell her what happened she of course my grandma like well you don't go over there and play with some kids no more. Of course, she granny. She like, she had some advice. She don't go over there and play with the kids. My dad found out what happened. And the only thing he said is, well, did you win the fight? And like, no, nigga, he got his ass whooped. And then my daddy whooped my ass to get my ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> so he like, nigga, you know, you, uh, you know, like, nigga, you my son. You can't be out here fucking up. You fucking little niggas up. So, <laughs> of course, the, the hood special. My daddy made me go over there again to go fight the kid, and I got my ass with again. Oh, man. 
Yeah, fuck that shit. Fuck Did he at least shit. teach you something before you went for the rematch? Like, just go right in? Like, he didn't help he you out tried. with anything? <laughs> he, he tried, but it's, I was such a, as a kid, I was one of them kids who who stayed a kid until I was like 14, for real. Like, yeah. I still played with Toy Men and, and Batman and, and, and all that shit. So I was like 14, 15. I was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wasn't, I wasn't one of them kids who went outside and terrorized the neighborhood. I was a kid kid. Yeah. So I didn't have that type of mentality yet. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't have that 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 uh that that fight or flight mentality. It was it was just whatever was whatever, you know what I'm saying? So as a kid, I was low-key bully for real, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't have that, you know. So I got my ass up again. Of course my pops was married, and, we, and he whooped my ass again, forget my ass for the second time. Uh I was all this kept the ass was left around. I caught all kind of L's. Um, oh man, dude! All that but, one day, man. Over Tekken, oh, oh, I would quit Tekken. Honestly, that <laughs> would just be the last day I played Tekken. That's what you get for winning well, all, in Tekken, dude. Yeah. yeah, but all that did, and my and my ass, all that did was make me go home and learn how to beat niggas' ass in games even more. Because <laughs> it was like, if I can't beat your ass in real life, when it comes to this virtual shit, you can't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. That's awesome. <laughs> so, um, we grew up a little bit. Um, I started going to the arcade. Arcades back then was fucked up because they were arcades with some hood shit. And as I got older, I became more, I became more aggressive because I got to that point where I didn't want to get bullied no more. I learned how to fight. My grandma put me in boxing and karate and all kind of shit. So I learned how to yeah. actually fight. So now I'm thinking I could just deck niggas for whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you say something wrong to me today, nigga, I'm, I'm gonna slash your bitch ass. You gonna catch it, nigga. <laughs> um, that's so all start. That's uh, let's pause. Let's say, uh, so the arcade, what, so we always like to pause at the arcade part, the arcade scene. So what okay. arcade did you go to? What was it like, you know, first time you went to that arcade, what do you remember about that arcade? You know, where was so, it? So, we had three arcades that I went to. It was the Butterfly, it was Wizards Arcade, and Michigan Fun Center. Now, the one I went to the most, and it's only because my pops used to take me, was uh the was Wizards and uh the Butterfly. Michigan Fun Center was like the arcade all the all the kids went to as far as on on field trips and shit. When when schools went to arcades, but they had go kart and putt putt, everybody went there. But all the hood shit was was going down at the Butterfly and Wizards. Um, I've seen. Hella shit happened at Wizards. It was fucked up. But when I got there, that's when I had to learn to kind of to, to be a man and stand on my own two feet because, you know, niggas ain't going to hold your hand forever. And my pop, like I said, my pops was a street nigga. So he was like, nigga, at some point, you're going to have to learn to stand on your own two feet. And I had to learn that shit. So I'm at the I'm at the arcades. I'm getting my ass beat and all kind of games. Um, niggas was better than me then, and it's funny because I have this thing now where I try to teach the young generation now where I feel like you can sit in front of a console and hit, and hit rematch a thousand times for free, right? Yeah. But if you just hit the rematch over and over without learning something or asking questions, then you're not learning shit. You're not really training. When you go to arcade as a kid, your parents see you to the arcade with maybe five or ten dollars. You go, you're gonna go play Time Crisis. 
That shit, that shit a dollar all day. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're going to you gonna spend two, three dollars on time prices. You're going to go play Turtles in Time. You're going to go play Die Hard Arcade. You know what I'm saying? You're going to go play Galaga once or twice. You go, you're going to go play the Sisters Arcade game. So you really only got maybe a dollar or two to go play your favorite fighting games. And at that time, around 99, to, uh, two, uh, 99 2000, everything was booming. We had Marvel 2. Uh, uh, Tekken Tag One, CBS Two, uh, Third Strike. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. shit popping around then. What was the um, scene like? like a competitive scene in Detroit, like that you could kind of see, you know, coming up, or was it just people so, hanging out? Okay. No, this is the this is the the weird part about life. Around the time, I still never knew what I I had met these niggas, but I think we didn't know. I didn't know that these niggas were. The OGs in my community until later on. I had met Juan, uh, video. I had met, uh, fucking Panther. I had met Adonis. I had met all our OGs in our scene, right? But I didn't know then when I had met these niggas that these niggas was who they was. Cause I'm still like 10 years old. I'm, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like um, later on, they were like, oh, I used to go to this arcade. You're like, me too. Yeah. So when I'm playing these niggas and they beating my ass, I'm, I have to learn as I play because you not you can't keep taking my quarters and me not knowing what the fuck going on. Yeah. Um, and then it gets to a point. I'm a fast forward. It gets to a point where it's like um, I'm gonna say like 2009, 2010. I had graduated high school. I'm living on my street, and uh, I meet Alucard at a tournament. Uh, just around the time Street Fighter Four came out. Um, I met Elicar through a tournament. I took that nigga home randomly. First time he meeting the nigga, and he like, yeah, nigga, uh, where you stay at? You, I come, you know, I I teach you how to play some games and shit. I'm like, all right, bet. Now I'm like, I, I got my first real teacher, and this nigga was cold. You know, so I watch this nigga do all kind of fucked up shit with ball rock. I ain't never seen niggas do before. So I still have no idea at this time what the MGC is for real. I heard about it. I see little shit on YouTube, but I haven't I haven't found the way to get into it. So I meet Elicard. He said he's gonna teach me. He asked me where I stay out one day. He said, I'm gonna come through to your crib so I can show you some shit. I'm like, all right, bet. He said, Where you stay at? I told him where I stay. He said, nigga, you stayed on the street from my OG. I say, who was that? He said, nigga named B. His name Adonis. So uh, I I find out who Adonis is according to what niggas is telling me. This nigga is the coldest nigga that ever played Tekken in Michigan. Right? So, or one of the coldest niggas. So, this nigga Adonis stays two houses down from me. Literally. I walk two houses down. He's yeah. right there. So, he come <laughs> over. Come over. We get on to Adonis' crib. We play. And them niggas beat my ass the whole day. <laughs> right? And then, I'm like, I'm like, this is it. At, the, at that very moment, I'm like, this is, this is home. Like, this is what the fuck I want to do. Uh, these niggas is cold. They like that's it. So I meet I meet Adonis, I meet Alucard. They they we meet, they show me uh wine and all these other niggas. And then through us talking shit and conversation, uh, I they're like, yeah, nigga, did you ever go to the arcades and shit? I'm like, yeah, I went to Butterfly, I was at the Wizards, and I never knew that it was called Wizards. I just never it was a, a arcade that my dad used to take me to. They look like a bar, and it had a wizard on the door. He's like, nigga, that's Wizard Arcade. I'm like, well, yeah, I've been there. 
It was like, well, damn, nigga, you played. What was it, that bitch? So, ironically, I had met these niggas, but didn't know I had met these niggas. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what it's like. It's funny because it's like you cross paths with individuals not knowing y'all to cross paths. And then somewhere down the line, if it's really meant for y'all niggas to meet for real, y'all going to recross paths, but y'all going to stick. And I met them niggas and and we it was the rest this the rest is history. It's the same shit with feet. Me and feet. Our grandmothers both raised us. Both our mamas passed away. And his grandma and my grandma are registered nurse, but they've been working together for like 30 years. But me and oh, feet had, had never officially oh. met. So when feet first came around, I picked the nigga up and his grandma say, because I was I didn't I was driving my grandma's truck at the time. And when you work at the nurse, they got you got like a little badge so you can pull inside the parking thing. And his grandma say, "Well, who who you know that work at such and such hospital? Because I got it's the the parking badge." I say, "My grandma work at that hospital." She say, "Who your grandma?" I tell her. She say, "Boy, I've been working with your grandma for thirty plus years." She say, "And your daddy was such and such?" I say, "Yeah." She say, "Your mama, you know, passed breast cancer." I say, "Yeah." She say, "You got a son and shit." I say, "Yeah." She say, "Nigga, your grandma coming to the work and talk about you all the time." I say. And then when he comes to my crib, I say, I say, Granny, guess who, guess who this is? Uh, she say, who? I say, who? I say, this such and such grandson. She say, and she tell feet the same shit. She say, nigga, I've worked with grandma for years. That's she talking about your mama. Yeah. So then it's like, well, damn, feed you like, you pretty much my brother at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Training so partners, you know, he's in. Right. So at that point, I call, I call forward my little brother. Like, and I said, all right, that's my real little brother. So it's just funny how people cross paths without even realizing it. And I've been man, with corn and them niggas raised me and my first event was going to final round back in like 2011, 2012. And then my first tournament was there and me and Pork Chop and talking shit with that nigga and all this shit. So <laughs> Yeah, man, it was it was it was a crazy it was a crazy crazy ride. But I can't say that once them niggas showed me how to play games, I went back to all the old shit and start applying the knowledge that I had. Now, now I know about frames and about fuzzies and about safe jumps and what's this on block and it can't do that and this is setup and all. I'm like, damn. So I kind of knew certain shit. Without even knowing the technicality of it, I just right. didn't know all the little ins and outs. But I just kind of do yeah. right now. I know right it, now. Not everything is kind of not all the puzzles, all the pieces of the puzzles are coming together. And it and it was just it's just a good thing, man. Like all I right, said, so, just, so for the listeners, who's corn? Just just corn as an acronym that stands for coalition of real niggas, right? <laughs> And <laughs> that's, the best, that's the best team name ever, man. It's the best team name ever. And it was created by Adonis. Um and we just ran with it from there. Um and it was just a, a it was like a home team, man. It was it was family. Uh how do you come up with the name? He came up with it. He was just like corn, you know. He as a matter of fact, it was like Yumakai. <laughs> It was like Yumakai 2011, 2012. I, it was the same Yumakai that uh, DMG, I think that was their they name, DMG or some shit. They was there. They came this year. 
Because I forgot it was a black girl who played Ken and she was real good. I can't remember her name. But um she was with the team. I think the team name was DMG. But um we had a player, we had a nigga on the team, his name Melo. Uh he, he was one of the top KI players now. Um but at the time he was the he was our best MK9 player. And he was on stage fucking on some little random nigga with Cabal, doing all the fucked up Cabal shit, and we talking shit and yelling and screaming and going crazy. And that nigga Bees was that nigga and I was just like, nigga, corn. I was like, nigga, what the fuck does that mean? Nigga, what the fuck is that? He was like, yeah, nigga, pinkies up. So Aaron, we just we putting our pinkies in the air. Nigga, like fucking nigga. <laughs> Cause at the time you gotta you gotta understand it's like at the time I'm 18, 19, you know what I'm saying? I'm still even though I'm supposed to be grown, at 18, 19, you don't really know, you're not really an adult. Yeah, you're, you're really not grown at all at 18, 19. You don't really understand how the world works for real. And even though my pops took me to the arcade, my pops was still a street nigga. So he wasn't he didn't really he wasn't the nigga that Show me how to play cats and tell me how to ride a bike. He was too busy ripping around the streets. So, what attached me to that nigga Adonis was the fact that he was like a big brother I didn't have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, he took that time to show me how to play games and talk shit with me. And we went to the mall and talked to bitches and, got, and ate food and go and went. You know what I'm saying? We did that shit together. Yeah. So, what he say in my ass, he wasn't a father figure, he was a big brother. So in his in my ass, he can do no wrong. Like what he say is the golden rule. Yeah. If he say fuck the niggas, fuck the niggas. If he say corn, it's corn. I get it now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So with with a vast majority of us, because we was all 18, and he being the oldest nigga him a time, we follow we followed the niggas. And it was just weird. It, it, it just corn. Piggies up. We did the yeah. shit. And we got home. I'm like, nigga. I asked the nigga. I'm like, nigga. What the fuck does that shit even mean? He said, nigga, I don't know, but we gonna figure it out. Man. That nigga, that nigga <laughs> called me. Good. That nigga called me and was like, yeah, nigga. I know what that shit mean now. I'm like, what? It's like one o'clock in the morning. He's like, coalition. He's like, it's, a, it's an acronym. What the fuck is an acronym, nigga? He said, nigga, the shit with the dots in it. I'm like, okay. He said, nigga, listen. I'm like, all right. He said, nigga, it stands for coalition or real niggas. I say, fuck it, nigga. That's what we rolling with then. And that's Yo, what it was. So, so good, we compiled a team of, of niggas who play games that was good. And the fucked up thing about it was, our thing was, we not we not no video game niggas, right? We niggas that play video games. And to <laughs> us, it was a difference. Right? You could be some cuck-ass video game nigga that just suck dick and, and be be whore and be paying for pussy and all this weird shit that you do, right? <laughs> but you gotta, but for us, we niggas first, right? That we niggas that play fucking video games. And that was our shit, right? We might go to a tournament Talk some shit, you got a line, we beat your ass. We go to a tournament, fuck niggas up, talk shit. You wanna talk that shit with the cheese at? Put that money up, nigga. And it, it was it was just like that. It was like we brought the arcade mentality to the scene. And it was a good I can really say that when I'm 30 in my 30s. 
I can really say that it was a good thing, but it was also a bad thing because that mentality is not only what pushed us forward, but it's also what hindered us from going from going forward in the same time because I got I got I get people like the owner uh owners and uh team managers from UYU um F three. Um any team that you that you can think of, I, I just sat down with well at the time I forgot the nigga. I think his name was Rick or some shit. He was the, the team manager for uh for Echo Fox. Yeah, Rick Fox Los Angeles Lakers. Uh no not not the owner, the they team manager. Because oh, he was first he was the yeah. First, he was like the team manager of EG, and then he became the team manager of yeah. Echo Fox. AJ, I, his name AJ. AJ. Yeah, I know. And I said I knew AJ. All them niggas love us because our personality stands out so far from everybody else, right? Yeah. Because when you went yeah, to, when sure. you to a tournament, everybody everybody trying to be so esports, right? Everybody trying to be so, oh yeah, you know, like they had golf, you know, par four at hole eight, <laughs> right? And then you got you, you and then you play you you watching this these these sets right niggas playing you see people recording but then in the corner you hear niggas shit get your bitch ass up fuck that nigga why you in the corner you hear that you can't help but go see what the fuck is going on over there right everybody watching so now everybody come see what's going on so our personality was just so far out there that they love that shit. Right, yeah. but at the same time, they couldn't put their name behind it because we was too, we was too niggerish. <laughs> yeah. too niggerish. Let, me, let me just speak that real quick. So, like right before this, uh, my boy Ian Pickle here, he didn't know who Corn was. So for me, it's like you know, everyone knows that YouTube video, somebody's getting fucked, right? So I said to him, <laughs> I listened to his reaction. He was just cracking up, and that, that oh, just... that for like a minute straight, and the video is like a minute long. <laughs> Yeah, like that shit is so infect- it's infectious. It's like you want to hang out with those people at, at the tournament. You want to stand by them. That's- Somebody's getting fucked. Somebody's getting fucked. Somebody's getting fucked. Somebody's getting in the same and like I said at the same time it also hindered us because I can I, I didn't talk with Jenny from UYU and she didn't talk like yeah you know I, I I love you, Caps. You you call me. You know what I'm saying? We had talked about sponsorship, putting putting players on. But then it's like every time we talk to certain people, it's like, hey, you know, we don't we the personality we love it, but it's just certain shit you can't say and do when you got this brand on your back. I'm like, right. and, and my ass, I'm like, I feel that. But the same thing, you want to sponsor me or put me on as whether it's a coach. A community personnel, a hype man, whatever the fuck you want caps to be, right? Whatever you want to sign me to be, that's fine. But in the same token, when you sign me, you want me to to dumb it down. And for me, I can't yeah. do that. I can't be nothing but myself. And for me, it's like 
you got to sign me, but you got to sign me for me. I can't, I can't be nothing but this because that's what I am. And that's, and this is why I am. And this is what I'm going to be. Yeah. And I'm saying, and it's either take it or leave it. Me and Tacey Steve has this conversation all the time. You know, he did definitely put me in commentator roles and, you know what I'm saying, put me on and just like that. You know, that's, that's my brother. But like I told him, I can't, I can't do it, bro. Like me and Yikes, they had the same conversation. Like cats, nigga, yeah. I, I want to put you on this. I'll put you on that. But nigga, you got to kind of, you got to calm it down. Bro, a big bro, I'm sorry, I can't do it, nigga. Like, either they gonna either they gonna accept this or it's nothing at all. And that's just always been my thing because I feel like if you want me, you gotta take the whole package. Yeah, because I come with all of that. I come with that. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's what and that's what I love. And and that's why I said it's a it's a double edged sword. It's it, it helps us, but it it, it hinders us because um it came a point in time where people want to see uh Empire, Arcadia. And corn have a team battle across all games. The FGC wanted that shit, and Triforce was like, "No, because he's trying to build a different type of brand now," which I understood. And with us, we just straight raw all the time, and he don't want it to be like that. And for us, we like nigga, fuck that, fight us, nigga, fuck that. <laughs> but he like, no, I can't. Did you hear Triforce on the latest No Frills? I think he talked about that for like a little bit. Where uh, uh I think I caught one or two of those. People had told me he did a section about us, and yeah. uh, I didn't. I didn't see it yet. I'm probably gonna go back and watch it because a lot of people hit me up and ask me to see it. Uh, but they, I did hear that he did have like a little time, a time to think about this and shit. But yeah. um, I didn't it's watch you, it. I, it's what you it just said. Yeah, Triforce is trying to make it, you know, professional. Maybe you know, straight laced and. uh I think maybe he got, I don't know, from what he from what he said, it, it, it seemed like he maybe was afraid of it getting out of hand, you know, black, you know, black team versus black team kind of thing. He, I guess there's an image thing that he's afraid of or something like that. I don't even know. And, and you know what? And that's fine. I'm not mad about that, if that's what he said. But my thing is this. I understand. I understand esports and bringing money into it and you got to act a certain kind of way. I get that. But. I also feel like this, and this is where I feel like the FGC is going to fail when it comes to esports. Is I think everybody's so worried about getting the money that they forgetting the core value of what fighting games were supposed to be about. And by that, I mean fighting games. I mean gaming always brings about a certain amount of animosity and rival about itself, but fighting games specifically. Right, because it's 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 fighting games. It yeah. always bring, it's always brings about a certain amount of controversy. Think about it. Think about shit like uh love and hip hop, right? Yeah, love and hip hop been running for like damn there twenty years now, right? Who I don't want to sit there and watch other niggas spend ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars that I can't spend, or live up in a mansion that I can't live in, but I will sit there and watch. This baby mama and that baby mama go at it all day because the shit controversial. <laughs> Why am I lying? Because humans, right, right. we human. Yeah, yeah. Humans like controversy. Humans like to see controversy. No matter how much people talk about they don't like drama in their life. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see that. Humans, our basic, our basic instinct, we like controversy. We love that shit. We feed off of that shit. When people seem Wolf Kong tell K-Brad, who gives a fuck? 
right? Yeah, it makes it more fun for everyone. Nobody gives a nobody give a fuck about the niggas and the set for real. We want to see the niggas really. When K. Brad beat the nigga ass at that one at that one major, and he stood up and got in his face and start talking that shit, and you see ugly ass Eli on the background. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Love that shit. When 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 Punk got on the can opener and talked that shit to Hitoshi, people went crazy because you love to see that shit. Yeah. People love controversy, but the the part about it is people don't like to admit that they like controversy because it makes you seem like a fucked up individual. It makes you seem yeah. like a bad human because you like drama. But guess what? It's human. It's yeah. human. Don't feel fucked up for being a human. Be you. I, yeah. a, I, I can admit that shit. I love seeing that shit. I love yeah. it. Talk are you that a, shit. Are you a fan of wrestling? You know, kind of like, you know, kind of narrative, storyline, like all that stuff comes from drama, you know, storylines, all that stuff and heels and shit like that. Yeah, and people um, eat that up. I, I liked it, and then it just got to a certain point where certain characters got too corny for me, and I just couldn't. I couldn't. Like, yeah. certain characters, it just, like, I, when I got to the age of about 15, 16, I got, that's when niggas, my dad told me, like, yeah, nigga, wrestling shit fake. And it <laughs> almost hurt, it almost, like, broke my world, but then <laughs> my nigga Goldberg was still just too cold for me not to watch. And then, <laughs> and then I see, and then I see Stone Cold come out, crack a beer open, and drink it on stage. Like, you can do that on TV? So yeah. I'm, I'm like, yeah, you know, he come on, give niggas the finger on TV, you know, kick a nigga the dick, and then, and then pop the nigga in the neck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was too much fucked up shit going on. So I liked watching wrestling, not only for the controversy, but because of what those characters brought to the stage, the element that they brought, you know what I'm saying? The personality that they brought. You feel me? Yeah. But, that's definitely the direction, like, you know, the whole professional straight lace. Like, that's yeah, cool. and the fear of, the fear of, like, grudge. Ma- like, I, I don't know. There's too much fear around, like, you know, they're trying to make it, try to be too professional too fast. I don't know. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. And that's why I feel like the FGC part of esports is going to fail. Because, yeah, you want companies to come in and put money into it. But if ain't nobody watching the shit, that's gonna put. That's gonna buy the product that you guys are promoting. Then there's not gonna be any more money for you guys to have. Which means in turn, nobody's gonna keep sponsoring shit and putting their money and doing this. So I feel like we need a certain level of drama or controversy in the FGC part of esports to make it thrive. You know, so it it, it needs that. It needs that. No matter. No matter how much people like to talk about this, that, and the third, it needs a certain level of controversy. Now, I'm not saying do what Noel Brown did years ago and, and smack a nigga and, with a stick and all that shit. I'm not saying do all that. But, like, the shit that you seen on Twitter with us talking shit to the Atlanta Tekken crew, you need that. Because we had Twitter going crazy for like three days for that shit. Oh or, yeah, that, that's why I hit you up. I mean, that shit was just cracking me up. I mean, you said you're gonna fuck on poke chop and all that. We're, we're gonna get to that later, yeah. but it's awesome. It's yeah, great. you you need that. Or when you see punk talking about America versus any 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 other any other country, you know what I'm saying? Now you see everybody making, oh well, who's the top? Who's the best niggas in? Who's the top ten in America? And then you got all the pros talking about the top ten. Then you got all the pop monsters talking about who the top ten. You know what I'm saying? You got Everybody's talking about it now yeah. because it makes the whole ecosystem. 
Yeah. Exactly. So and so that alone shows you that people like controversy. They just don't want to admit it because it makes you seem like a bad human. That's yeah. what it is. It seems low IQ, even though it's not. And, and guess what? And the, and the funny part about it is, pe- and I, t- I tell people this all the time, when people meet me, they be like, damn, Cassie, do you know such and such? Yeah. I'm, I, I tell people, I'm your favorite player, favorite player, nigga. You want to know why? Because I keep it real. I say all the shit the niggas want to say, but they can't say because they sponsored. So when, I go, when I'm at a major and I say get fucked, or I say take cock, or I want to put my dick in it, <laughs> It's the same shit they want to say, but they're not going to say it because they sponsored, right? But I'm going to say it for them. Yeah. I'm going to say it for them. And that's why everybody, like, if you that if you around me, you, you fuck with me. I have people talk shit about me on Reddit because they never met me, right? So when you see me on stream or you hear me in the background talking shit and hear somebody yelling, cock, get fucked, or I'm about to put my dick in you, you're like, what the fuck is that? Right, <laughs> but then when you come to an event and you actually see me in person, and I'm humping the back of somebody's chair because they're getting fucked on, and I'm talking shit, it's entertaining. It's funny. You can't yeah. help but love the shit. Yeah, you can't help it. Like no matter what you think about it, I'm, either I'm either I'm your favorite person or I'm the villain, and, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. What was the first major you went to? Do you remember your first major? Final round. Final round was my first major. Um, you fly out there, out, drive out there. We drove, we drove. And what what game is this for? Uh, at the time, I went to play. I, it was a, I think it was tag two, or T six. It was T six. Yeah, T six. So I go out there, T six, and Soul Caliber five. Yep, five. Cause I think it was Natsu. Yep, I played Natsu. So we went out there for that. Um, and at the time, because once again, I come from the arcade area. I come from my people's street niggas. So I'm accustomed to talking shit. I play spades. I play dominoes. I bet money. So I'm, I'm a shit talker by nature. Like I'm gonna talk my shit. Um, being that I'm being that everybody in my family is six foot or better. I'm five seven. I'm the shrimp. So I I talk shit and I had to talk shit loud because I'm the smallest person in the room when I go to my family functions. So you go, I'm gonna make sure you're gonna hear me, goddammit. So <laughs> I get there and the whole time everybody at home like, yeah, nigga, when you get to ATL, you know, you're gonna meet this one nigga named Porkchop. That nigga he he's like you. He talks shit, he loud, you know, he be doing all this funny shit. Y'all like the same nigga, but that nigga might be hyper to you. He might be louder than you. And my man, I'm like, you know what? Challenge accepted. That nigga not called to me. <laughs> right? So at the time, I think they had Tech and Tag on a cabinet for like uh like demo so you people can kind of like play it. And the first nigga I hear when I come into the venue, I get my bag. We didn't we didn't even take our, our rooms, our bags to the rooms, right? We pull up, we get off the van, you know what I'm saying? We done drove uh, 18 hours in the van. We get out, niggas, you know what I'm saying? Niggas smell like, I don't know what the fuck we smell like, but nigga, we get out the van. (laughs) Nigga, I'm excited. First major, I'm ready to fuck on something. I think I'm cold at games now. I walk in, 
and the first nigga I'll meet is Porkchop, right? I'm like, uh, they're like, yeah, this chop right here, nigga. And nigga said, what up, though? That nigga, you know, what what up? I'm like, what's up, nigga? Automatically, because niggas that told me who he is, I already got this thing, like, in my mind, we already on round one. Like, <laughs> whatever shit you're ready to talk, I'm ready to talk it better. Because they, they already told me about you. So, in my mind, we already also we already also Kakashi and guy shit, nigga. Like, like nigga, what's up? And whether and it's funny because whether whether he know it or not, I'm it's there, it's up there already. But even even if he don't know it, we we battling right now. And I'm like, yeah, nigga, what's up? Like, I heard you that nigga. I'm, I'm like, I'm already at his head. I heard you that nigga. I heard you talk shit. What's up? Let's play. I'm gonna beat your ass. He's like, nigga, who is this nigga? He's like, nigga, what the? Right. So we sit down and. Chop had this weird thing where before he started playing, he started doing this little back and forth. Rock yeah, it was like rock. <laughs> so he said, he started rocking and shit. I'm like, dog, nigga, you, what's up, nigga? You fucking retarded or something? He said, no. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no. He said, I'm getting excited when I'm about, when I'm about to beat somebody else and take it. And you talking that shit, you excited. Hold on, hold on. Hold up. So, what you asked him? Are you retarded because he was rocking? That's like yeah. I think that's a I think that's a symptom of something. That's mean as hell, man. Hey, look, but but I don't. But that's me. I don't give a fuck. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say what I'm thinking. So when he's he like, no, they got to get excited when nigga talk that shit. I'm about to beat the ass, and you got me excited. I say I say, oh, is that so? So then I'm so retarded. I start rocking with the nigga. <laughs> he got you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even lost the game, right? I didn't already lost at this point. I started watching the thing. I'm like, well, nigga, I'm retarded too, and I don't give a fuck if I get it. So we start playing, and the first move he hit me with, I swear to God, y'all, that nigga hit me with a, a snake edge with Brian at the beginning of the match, and he hit me. And I was not ready for that shit. And the soldier hit me, he said, he said, oh, no, no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> he did the movie. You hear me? This nigga said, Oh, this nigga retarded for real. <laughs> oh, no. And that shit made me laugh so hard because it, it, the noise was so fucking retarded that I, I just couldn't, I couldn't control myself. And he oh. me Dude, that, that's what I've told people so many times. When I've played against Pokeshop in money matches, what ends up beating me is just me laughing and not being able to focus. Like, he, he nah. just, the shit he says just cracks you up so hard that you just can't take it serious. And he's actually trying. You know, while you're laughing, he's actually trying. Right. And, and it was so fucking hilarious, dog. And I'm like, dog, this nigga can't be serious. So he fucked me up the first couple of games, right? And then my man, I'm like, no. Nah. I'm like, okay. He, I can't beat this nigga in Tekken yet because he called. Like, I can't fuck with the nigga. But he ain't gonna all shit talk me, too. I'm gonna win at something. So <laughs> I say, I say, no, nigga, run that back. He said, you throw. I say, I'm so. He said, all right, it's your funeral, nigga. I say, no, fuck that, run it back. So he sit down, <laughs> we play again. And it's funny because I played Brian and Lars, right? So when the match started, guess what I did? Snake I edge. did. I said, <laughs> Oh no no his his low right down back three right or four. No, I did I did stay getting back like he okay. did me, but the nigga blocked it and then locked me. 
Hey, when he slaps me, when he's birthday, he said, don't, don't work on me. I said, nigga. <laughs> the rest of the time, and that was my introduction to my first major, and that shit was so good. And all I did the whole weekend, I, what I found out was I was not ready yet, and I'm a fucking bum, and I need to go back home and change. But what I did that weekend was talk hella shit and troll everybody else. I, oh, that shit was good, dog. I talked hella shit. Matter of fact, somebody had a meme of me that year because I think it was Aquasilk was playing somebody on stage. And he fucked the nigga up. And it's a it's a meme of me humping the air when he fucked somebody up. <laughs> and niggas, when they don't put this podcast out, somebody's going to find it because the, the FGC is godlike at finding every fucking meme that everyone's created. But if y'all, if y'all can find that shit, there's a meme of me wearing a black hat and a red flash shirt. And all you see is me behind the stage. Fucking like air hopping <laughs> the fucking air because the nigga Aquasoka is fucking niggas up on, on stage and the shit was fucked up and I love that shit. So that's that's and that's what it was. And ever since then, I talk shit and I play games. And now in Michigan, I'm known as the gatekeeper, right? So if you cannot beat me in games. You have no business going to a major. You're not ready yet. At all. Mm. At all. I became the gatekeeper. So, that's what I do. That's what it is. And I'll be talking my shit. And Portra still can't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. We we talk to him next week, so that's funny. We'll probably all have to bring this up to him. Okay. But, yeah, uh, that's, that shit was funny. That's a good first major, man. That's not, that seems like a blast. Yeah, I feel like most people's first majors are like nothing like that you know most people have just a like oh yeah you know i, I did pretty bad and i went on two or lost you know early on that, that was it you know that's like the, the only memory of the first major but yours is like you went out there you know hunting for a poke chop dude <laughs> nah i went i went hunting i didn't give a fuck yeah i went i went yeah. hunting. and did you ever bump into him again like after that uh well that that uh that weekend well um so because of who our OGs are who know everybody. I had a pretty decent introduction to knowing all the top players. You know what I'm saying? Like I got introduced to Yikes. I got introduced to Justin. I got introduced to Sanford. I got introduced to Dominion. I got introduced to the Larry, who was the uh, you know, Sam Blocker, who's the the T O yeah. uh front around. I got introduced to a lot of bigger head people just, just off of the type of relationship that Adonis had with a lot of these people. So once they met me, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't like, and don't get me wrong, uh, you know, it's nothing wrong with having fans and this, this, and that. But I'm not a fanboy type of person. I'm not finna, I don't meet people and be like, oh, my God. You know, no, nigga, fuck all that. You, you a nigga like I'm a nigga. You bleed like I bleed. So when I met them niggas, I talked to them niggas like they was regular people. And we all just became cool. Like I fuck, you know, I said I fuck with them niggas. Them all of my niggas. Even, even matter of fact, even when I met uh, when Lupe came to Countbreaker that year, right? And you could ask, you could ask Rick this shit. This shit was funny as fuck. I met Lupe that year, 
And I didn't know everybody was crowding that nigga and taking pictures. I'm like, man, what the fuck is niggas doing? And I see, I'm like, oh, that's Lupe. I'm like, oh, okay. And I look, and this nigga Lupe had on a fucking Detroit hoodie, right? And Detroit hoodies got this big ass D symbol on the front. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. To my to my recollection, ain't Lupe from Chicago or some shit? What the fuck he doing with his Detroit hoodie on? So I guess Rick and uh and Tupperware is like walking him through the venue, showing him around the major. You know what I'm saying? So I'm on some nigga shit. I run up on a nigga. I say, what's up, nigga? <laughs> Rick like, oh man. And Rick know how I am. He like, he like, Rick like, oh shit, here we go. He like, cats, don't do that. I'm like, no, no, fuck all that. I said, what's up, nigga? He looking, Lupe, Lupe looking like, who is this? I'm like, nigga, what's up? What's up with this Detroit with y'all, nigga? You went from the D, I'm from the D, nigga, what's up? The nigga like, he, and he look at Rick like, no, he like, this nigga is mad fucking free. Like, this nigga is funny. Who is this nigga? So I'm like, no, nah, man. I'm like, I'm cats, nigga. I'm like, you here to take pictures or you here to play games, nigga? What's up? Because I don't want some fucking autograph, nigga. I'm going to beat your ass in any game you want to play. And that nigga just start laughing. And the nigga, uh, we follow each other on Twitter. And we start, and we actually converse on that shit. Like, he, and he, he hit me up and say, like, you a, he's like, you a real ass nigga. Like, you funny. You wasn't like also a starstruck shit. He was like, you came at me like a real nigga. And I, 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 I love that shit. And and that and that was and that was that like that was that like I treat everybody the same, no matter who you are, where you come from, what gender, what you what your lifestyle is, what you for, what you stand for, what you promote. I treat everybody the same. You know what I'm saying? I talk my shit. I I don't give a fuck if you a girl, a boy, a he she. I don't give a fuck with it. You could be fucking blue. Or a dragon, I'm still gonna talk shit. <laughs> oh man! So okay, you went to that first major with corn. So like, well, you got any other good mem- like? So you you had to go home, kind of train up and stuff like that. But uh, mm-hmm. what was your, what's your best major? I guess not best placement, but just you know the one that you felt the best about. You know afterwards. You know what's funny? I'm I'm not even gonna hold it all up. Every every event that we ever decide to go to. It's always a fucking adventure because because of where I, how I grew up and where I'm from, it was always about more than going to play the game. You know what I'm saying? It was always about the place, the people, the entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to New York, Atlanta. Cali, Ohio, you know what I'm saying, Florida. Yeah, we going here for this, for this specific reason because we're here to, to play a major. But for me, as an individual, it was more than just going to play the game. I like making the connection with people. I like talking my shit. I like making people laugh. I like seeing the face on... I like seeing people's faces when they look and say, did that nigga really just say he about to put his dick in that nigga? Yes, I did. I shit. And if you don't like it, so the fuck with. I'll put my dick in you too. You, would you like that? Like, when I say that shit to people, I like seeing the reaction because I want to, I want to wow you. I want to, I want to give you something that if this is your first major or if you've never been to one or, or if you do go to these things, I want that to be a memory that you have 
for the rest of your fucking life. Like that's what that's what life was about. Life was about making memories and living that shit. Nobody want to grow old and not have nothing because you can die today and you can't take money, clothes, car. Well, my daddy died. My, da- my daddy died with mink coats, leathers, gator boots, five thousand dollar glasses. All kind of, he left he left all kind of shit here, right? That he can't take with him. But when you die, you can take your memories. Your spirit gonna live with that shit. So I want to make sure that when I go, when I leave this earth, I want to have those memories and those connections with the people. And that's what the fuck I do. Sure. Regardless, so, every time. One of my favorite things about the FGC is just like there's a lot of low key like people who are just comedians. If if they want to do comedy, they could have been a comedian or something. Like, where'd you get your sense of humor? Because it's amazing when you're at a local or something. There's just the people who are funny that you go stand by and you're just gonna crack up all night. But you know, where'd you get that from? Uh, I can really say that my life wasn't all good because it wasn't it wasn't all bad and I had to learn I had to really learn to make the best of whatever it was you know what I'm saying so whatever whatever situation or whatever I was lacking I used to crack jokes or make fun of, make light of whatever the situation so that I can get through the day. You know what I'm saying? So now being older and the world is, the, let's, like, let's face it, the world is changing. Some days is good, but it get more fucked up each and every day. And you have to learn to laugh and live. So me knowing that and me having to live the life I had to live, I had to learn to to make to make light of whatever it is and just keep moving forward. So if if I can make something funny to make somebody laugh or to make myself laugh to get through it, then that's what the fuck we gonna do. If I'm pretty sure you don't wanna go to a major, go over two and sit up in your room all day and think about how you just went how you just spent five hundred to get to this one spot just to get your ass beat. Yeah. yeah, that's but me. If you went zero and two, and you come downstairs to the to the to the ballroom, and you see me and Port Chop going at it, and then I beat Chop ass like I'm gonna do when he bring his ass up here, and then you see me hump the back of his fucking chair, right, and put my dick on his thigh, right? You gonna have, you gonna laugh at that shit. <laughs> and when you get home, you gonna tell all your niggas like, dog, I went zero and two, but nigga, guess what? I seen Portshaw get his ass with, and that nigga put his dick on his thigh. And that shit was funny as hell. You gonna tell that fucking story? Because that was a highlight of your weekend. Am I right? Am I, am I wrong? No, you're right. You're right. You gonna tell that story. And that's what it's for. That's what the fuck it's for. Like, we leave. We go to these events for that weekend. But them three days that we gone home, you don't want to be, you don't want to think about all the fucked up shit you got going on at home. No, you want to come here and have fun and see all your homies and pace and talk shit and play the game. Yeah, I know. I know. K. Brad, we scared. The, I scared the shit out of K. Brad one time because uh, <laughs> K. Brad came here and uh, he came here for a, a Yuma kind event. And the nigga, the nigga, dumbass, 
That nigga, uh, don't edit that part out. I want him to know I caught up with that ass. <laughs> That's my nigga for sure. But uh, the nigga missed his flight. So he had to spend a night. He had to stay at my house for like two or three days, right? Yeah. And oh, man. That was a thing, right? He used to miss all his flights. Like, that used to be like a meme. Nah, my nigga retarded. <laughs> but <laughs> I had to go to work. I had to go to work. So I tell the nigga, like, look, uh, I got to go to work, nigga, but you can stay here. Uh, if my grandma come in the room, you know, you'll be all right. And she ain't going to fuck with you, but don't make a lot of noise. But I'll be off at this time. So I get home. We take the nigga to get some food, right? I, I'm a I'm a speed demon. So every car I had was like a, a sports car, for real. So it's raining one day. And we leave in a restaurant. And me and Adonis is racing cars. And we scared the fuck out this nigga, K-Rag. He like, duh, oh my God, I'm about to die, this bitch. I said, nigga, sit your bitch ass, so you ain't about to die. You gonna leave this nigga. You gonna fake it home. And right when I said that, some random ass car pulled out of nowhere and almost crashed into us. And we had to, we had to like do some crazy, I had to do some crazy ass maneuver to get us out of there. And nigga, K-Rag almost shit itself, nigga. That shit was funny. <laughs> so, my nigga almost shit itself, dog. It's, it's 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 a lot of shit that be going on when you with corn. It, it's always a fucking adventure, man. Like, like I don't know. It, it's just some shit. Like, I I really think we, we bring the hood shit to the to the tournament scene. So it's always it's always an adventure from from Tom taking me and Footwork money on on corn flip to to me and Big E having stare downs. It's all kind of shit that be going on. <laughs> a lot of shit. Oh my god. I remember somebody stole that nigga Elicar's arcade stick and it was uh the last it was the last uh the last I would think it was Midwest Championship or UFGT or some shit. And somebody that nigga Twine Elicar had the uh the it was like a brand new Quamba. It was the red one. Like the blood red Quamba stick with the start yeah. button on the corner. And he put his stick down to talk to somebody. He looked at somebody, took the next stick. So I'm like, man, what? He said, yes, my stick gone. We went through the whole hotel. I'm kicking niggas' doors down through the hotel, right? Kicking niggas' doors down. And we got to one spot where niggas playing KOF. I seen the nigga stick. I walked up in that bitch. I kicked niggas' shit down. And I seen the nigga stick. I said, no, nigga, you got the wrong stick, bitch-ass nigga. And I grabbed the stick and unplugged it and walked out that bitch. And niggas was like, what just happened? And that nigga, Alucard, said, how you get my stick back? I said, don't worry about it, nigga. We got that shit. And we walked up <laughs> out that bitch, nigga. Oh, uh, that shit was wild. I never mean, we mean a bitch-ass nigga named Kenny. They can still owe me some money. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a choke that nigga. Um, he owed me like $250. But me and Kenny had a foot race at a big E event. And I ran through the wall. Oh man, that's you. Wait, what? That's you. That was me. That? I, I saw that video. Wait, that's, is there a video? Yeah, Sherry had the video. Sherry yeah. had the video. Oh, that yeah, was I me. Saw that. that ran through yeah. the wall like juggernaut. That was me. I I didn't know that was you. I've seen, I, man, I see that's crazy. That was me. That's crazy. That was my, my little short, bulky ass head butt through the wall. That was me. So wait, what happened after that? Did you guys get in trouble? Hell, that nigga beat eight. That nigga beat English trying to fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> did, did he? Did he, he lose a deposit or some shit or what happened? 
Oh, he definitely lost that shit. They wanted, <laughs> they wanted like twelve thousand to fix that little ass hole. Oh damn! Oh damn! That's what they do, man. But uh, Big E, a real nigga. We uh, we we came to a we came to a a a, a good a good settlement. <laughs> that's my nigga, dog. Big E, that's my motherfucking nigga, dog. Y'all gonna stop hating on my nigga too. Oh ass niggas. My nigga Big E. Why'd you guys even race? You guys were just like, hey, let's just have a foot race. Cause um I'm a I'm a I'm a very fast athletic nigga and nigga was talking shit and I said nigga I said y'all niggas just sit up here and play video games. Y'all niggas can't hoop. Y'all niggas ain't playing no fucking football. Y'all can't run a track and then y'all niggas athletic and <laughs> one of the Philly niggas was talking shit. I said I said race for the cheese right now. And we end up racing. I won, but I ran through the wall, and I had to pay for it. <laughs> I mean, you got you, you guaranteed that you'd win, man. You you try to stop. That's funny. Yeah, it was fucked up, man. It was fucked up, man. We got some, we got some wild shit. I never, uh, I never, I never. We told that nigga, uh, we told Jabali and Yumakai, we we won a he 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 bet us on something and we lost the bet and. We told that nigga take the money in my pocket if you want it, bitch. And that nigga look, we say, yeah, nigga. Yeah, just like that. You want your money, nigga, take it out of my motherfucking pocket. That nigga's baby was looking so confused. He didn't want to do none of that shit. We said, nah, nigga, here you go. He really <laughs> thought he was he really thought he was gonna get paid. That shit was so fucking funny. Oh my god. It's a lot of shit, man. That's so it's good. a lot of shit. It's so much shit. I it's too much shit. But with corn, it's always an adventure. No, it's tight. All right, so uh, so Tekken, so so at that time, you know, it's probably what Tekken Six tag two days and stuff. Um, Tekken Seven comes out. You know, how'd you feel about Tekken Seven when it came out? Um, uh, my initial thought is the game was good at first. Then I'm like, uh, I didn't like the armor moves because I don't think I didn't think the armor moves were fair. Because some people had good ones, some people had bad ones, some people had like two or three armor moves fucking wrong that were fucking good. Some people, some people had one that was like super negative and super fucked up, and you couldn't do shit about it. And the game. Who were you playing? I, I think, Who were you playing in T7 when it came out? Um, I was a Bruce player, so I played, of course, Josie. Um. Okay. And then I played Julia. I play, let me see who I play now. I could play. I play Lars. I play Lars, Brian, Paul, Josie, Julia, Kunimitsu, Anna, uh, Noctis. Uh, I don't. Know, I could play half the cast when I think about it. When I when I really think about, it, I could play half the cast and even a tournament. When I play a tournament, I play whoever I feel. Like, I play whoever I feel like playing when I sit down. But like, I don't. I don't decide who I'm playing until I sit down. And I'm like, mm, I'll play this nigga today. Then, <laughs> but if I get pissed off and I feel like just being super oppressive and aggressive, I play Josie, even though she not as good as she could be. But whatever. The game as a whole is decent. Uh, I think. I understand the point of games because 
I remember there was a point in the FGC where where they called the dark time, the dark ages, because of the NBC two when Third Strike is NBS two air, where the game was so hard to play at a high level that it scared a lot of people from playing because you you only seen the same five people winning. You only seen Justin, Ricky, Combo Fiend, Yikes, Stanford, John Choi. You know what I'm saying? John Choi. You only yeah. seen the same five to six people winning these majors. And and it was fucked up because the game was such, was hard at a high level. So I understand that I guess I understand it from a business aspect because you have to make the games accessible to everyone, especially if you want people to play this shit and buy this shit. Yeah. And I get that part. But what makes it fucked up now is it's harder for the better player to always stay on top because of it. What do you feel about uh, Rage Tribe and Rage Art? Is that, is that kind of tie into what you're saying? You, you, you yeah, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, look at Street Fighter. Street Fighter, Street Fighter didn't have supers at first, but then they added it. You know, they didn't have Ultras with Invincible Frames, but then they added it. So it's, it's just another mechanic that as a player, you have to be, you have to adjust and get used to. You know, Tekken didn't always have crush frames. That was like a, a, that was a DOA thing, you know, but they added it, so you gotta get used to it, and you can complain about it, or you can shut the fuck up and play it, and that's what it is. Like, like I said, I get it. Do I agree with it all the time? No, because some shit I feel like is bum shit, you know? I feel like so I feel like certain things we as players who've been playing and putting blood, sweat, and tears in this shit for 10 plus years shouldn't have to be penalized for. But I also understand that if we want the community to thrive and grow as a whole. So one of the things you said was like you've seen more Tekken players kind of join the scene. And I feel like everybody's yeah. seen, seen that like from other games, you know, in San Diego. I switched to Tekken. Tekken 7 was actually my first one. You know, every, a lot of mm -hmm. people did. So it's like... um. You know what was you know? Can you talk about like kind of the Tekken scene, Tekken seventeen kind of growing, and how the community's been in Detroit? You know, overall yeah, kind of encapsulated. But, but but it's not just Tekken; it's just games at all. When you think about it, like like okay, yeah, because esports is what it is now, with money involved and Capcom Pro Tours and Tekken World Tours. You're gonna have those specific OG players. Who are going to deal with the shit, right? They're going to learn the fucked up shit to combat the other fucked up shit. But if you look at the scene as a whole overall, a lot of OGs from their respective games have fallen back and let the newcomers take the stage because that's just what it is. You have to pass the torch. It's inevitable. No matter what. You're going to get old. The shit is going to change. You ain't going to like it. The new niggas going to like it. And they gonna play it, and you gonna lose to it. You ain't gonna like that you lose to it, but fuck it. And it is what it is. It's evolution, like just like music. The same shit that we that that the mumble rap that I'm, oh my god, what the fuck is that shit, right? It's the same shit that my grandma or my parents didn't. You know what I'm saying? With snooping them, when snooping them came out, but my parents, my grandma didn't like that shit. 
Like, who, yeah. who the fuck will listen to Gin and Juice? Or the home? Or it ain't no fun. The homies can't get none. But for my grandma, you know, listening to 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 fucking um, Candy Pendergrass and 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 Diana Ross and all them niggas talking about all the shit they was talking about wasn't good to my great grandparents. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's the same yeah. shit with games. We don't like what's going on, but it's the evolution of games. Yeah, don't be an old head about it, cause you know, don't type of thing. I can talk my shit all day to the new niggas. Yeah, y'all niggas lucky this that this shit for like this, nigga. And guess what that does? Does that help grow my scene, or does it make it feel like a newcomer who's playing isn't welcome around because they want to play Tekken Seven? Right, you totally you right. know what I'm saying? It's not it's not their fault that they didn't play Tekken Five and Tekken Six. It's not their fault that they decided to come around. For Tekken Seven, so as a as a as a person who's been around for ten plus years, as a as a as a figurehead, it's not, it's my job to make sure that they feel welcomed, not that they can't be around because they because they a Tekken Seven player. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's fucked up. Yeah, we we've had this conversation before, and i've I've come to like the same conclusion where like I, I don't like a lot of things about Tekken Seven, but I do like that it's the biggest Tekken that I've you know been a part of like there's a, exactly. there's always a you know an offline scene the tournaments were were growing like I'd rather have that than have uh you know the game accommodate to me like I'd rather have a bigger scene and more people enjoying it than just you know a exactly. smaller group of people enjoying it you know exactly you get tired of playing the same two to three people in your basement, yeah. They only play. They only play Tekken. Yeah. As opposed to, yeah, okay, the game might be corny now, but now you got fifty, sixty niggas that play it in your scene. Yeah, because I mean, I so do remember I think, looking at the tournament uh, turnouts, and it, it's nothing compared to what it, you know what it is right now. Like exactly. I went from I went. I remember when we playing T six and, and tag two, right? Yeah. We say, hey man, we have a casuals come play, right? If we play Tekken. It's only like five, six days come play Tekken. Yep. And also the point of playing Marvel 3, Street Fighter. It's, tw- it's 20, 30 people playing Marvel 3 and, and, and Street Fighter five, uh, 4. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or Street Fighter Cross Tekken. It's 20, 30 yeah. people playing that shit, right? But now, if I host a casual session, I say, hey, come through, play, play, we play, we playing games. In my basement, it's 30 niggas in my basement playing Tekken. <laughs> yeah. I got, I, got a, I got a decent sized basement. <laughs> so yeah. I got 30 niggas in my basement playing Tekken. Like, what the fuck? So they still play chicken. But, yeah. And that's why I said so for the growth of the scene and the community, it's just something that we have to deal with. And for the old heads, we gotta deal with that shit. I think one person, two people that I can I can say who took that shit very well is Yikes and Justin. I don't see I, I never see Justin or Yikes downgrade or or down talk Street Fighter Five. Or any of the games that come out. Because they understand that in order to grow the scene, to get more people to play, to, to see the kids of the new generation play, you have to uplift and encourage the game. You can't talk about all the shit that it don't do, or all the shit it ain't got, or compare it to this shit from 10 years ago. No, nigga, that's 10 years ago. Yeah. Fuck it. All right, so tech. I guess I guess with you know, Tekken, uh, I'm gonna be pissed if they have auto combos next. But no, you're totally right. Like, I think Ian, you said this before. Don't don't make it about yourself, and that's I think some that's really resonating yeah. with me. Don't make 
Don't make this shit. I mean, if they do something crazy like that, I'll just, you know, I'll move on to another game, you know. (laughs) I'm not playing no auto combo tech and fuck that, but. (laughs) Oh, man, that's for me. That's the game. (laughs) I'll I'll probably be really good at that shit. But, uh, all right. So, um, okay. And I guess, I guess we'll, we'll, where we, where we even started, how I even asked you to come on, you know, I saw the whole Twitter stuff between you and Poke Chop. (laughs) <laughs> can you talk about that i think we'll kind of wrap up on that because i mean i'm so excited for that and that's just some shit that is that already said like is that gonna happen okay so i'll talk to i'll talk in it i mean i'm in talks with Iceman um from atlanta um yeah. we're gonna do this this is this is the thing um before i get to the shit part i want to like I said, I want to pass the torch. I'm, I'm, I'm about to be 32. Of course, I got kids. I'm trying to marry my. I'm about to get married to my girl soon. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying. I got, I got shit that I'm trying to do. Right. So I can't be as involved as I used to be. Right. But before I cross over, I do want to give my new players a chance a fighting chance right i want to pass the torch correctly so if i can get my new players to play as many of the great og players that are still good and relevant and taking now then i feel like i'm obligated as a figurehead of my community to do that to give them the best footing possible to go forward um the thing with Atlanta just so we can talk shit. It's also for they new and they new up and coming players and our new up and coming players to to get a chance to play and and get some shine and grow as players. Right? But beyond that, it's also supposed to talk that shit and beat the niggas ass. Cause they can't fuck with us for real. You know what I'm saying? These niggas can't fuck with Detroit Tekken. I'm sorry. They can't fuck with us. You picked a good oh, time, dude. Yeah. So what we're I, doing is, we're doing two teams. We're going to do the OG Tekken players and the New Blood Tekken players. Now, we already got the team set for the New Blood. The team, the, their team is supposed to be Akumu, Owen 2, Genghis uh, Don, JJ Breeze, and, and uh, running back Eddie. Cool. That team is fucking ass. I'm going to say That team is fucking ass. Right? My young blood team is Azor, Doom Danny, Senpai Relax, Enoch, and D-Spec. My team is going to fuck they team up. Flat out. Flat out. I bet. I'm willing to bet. You guys better win, dude. I played against the guys from ATO, and if you guys lose to that, dude, I'm, I'm talking shit, dude. No, I, no, the niggas can't fuck. No, the niggas can't fuck with none of my niggas, and I'm willing to bet any amount of money on any any amount of niggas say I'm I'm a double it. They not fuck with my none niggas at all. Nah, for the ATL OG players, they already they got of course pork chop. They they sending out pork chop, uh, light skin Mike, uh, big boy, Turk, and drum ethics. Cool. That's a sick um, team. Them niggas suck too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and Feet they already beat on Turk, Big Boy, and Light Skin Mike. 
Ice Cam Mike, nigga. First of all, I, I'm gonna talk to you first, nigga. I can talk to the nigga. Can I talk? Yeah, I can talk to the nigga. You know what, nigga? That king is ass. That's that's, <laughs> that's, that's just that's just it's, you know what I'm saying. You, you, that king is ass. You don't travel, nigga. You you suck. You 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 the manager or founder of Tekken House, nigga. Do that. Do that. That's what you do. You're not a competitor, nigga. You a manager. You know what I'm saying? Manage to take a house. Stay in your lane. Big boy. We ain't gonna talk about that nigga. He know he know he garbage. That's <laughs> a fucking bump. Oh man. Yeah, I don't even wanna talk about that nigga. And Chuck, you already know what's up. You you already know. Daddy Pass got big meat waiting for you. <laughs> Okay, you already know I'm a I'm a stuff I'm a stuff it I'm a fuck it real good. Okay, but then for us, if I can get your team all the way together, it's gonna be L Train. It's gonna be the Charles King. It's gonna be Footwork. It's gonna be me, and I want to be high, but um, due to uh. Specific reasons uh, regarding the pandemic. Um, High doesn't do social gatherings, which I understand everybody has has their own uh, personal feelings about the pandemic. Yeah. So as of right now, High High only does online things. Um, so I'm hoping by the time we get everything situated, which we try to do this by, about March, like March 19th, which is a Saturday. Hopefully yeah. everything is situated by the end, and I can get high to uh, to lock it down and agree. And that'll be our five. Um, so I'm coming to you. Speaking, that, that crew's coming oh, to yeah, you. They're coming here. They're coming oh, here. Okay. They're coming to the D to get the D. Oh damn! I, I thought I thought we were doing an online thing. So actually, you're doing no. an off. Oh, okay, okay. That, that's gonna be it's sick. Gonna be dude. Offline. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be offline. Oh Fuck my yeah. god! I got, a, I got a whole venue with a stage and everything. Oh Everything's gonna dude. be streamed. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm sold. <laughs> There's a trailer, right? Like, I'm pretty sure I saw some shit with like a plane. Like, you know, it says Uncle Caps at the beginning of the Capcom fonts, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's gonna be at the same venue. Oh yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't worry. It's gonna. It's gonna be some shit. It's so, gonna be some shit. The coolest thing about that is, you know, we we talked to a lot of guests like Rip Spirogen. Jackie Chan, they t- one of the things they talk about missing is region rivalries, right? And how it's not a thing anymore. You, yeah. you guys just the, the region shit. pride. Y'all talk to Rip Bum Man, a bum too. <laughs> <laughs> can't fuck with no Rick can't fuck with me in no tech. I'll beat the I'll beat the shit out of Rip. Oh man. Rip. But uh, you guys revive that shit. Do you have like like you know, how do you feel about that? You know, bringing back region rivalries. I'm pretty sure it's gonna inspire people. You know what I mean? We're gonna try to plug that shit. Well, that go back to what I was saying. Like the thing that is missing is the FGC is missing that. Like, so, uh, and that's why I say I, I understand the the whole esports shit. I, I I get that, but you gotta you still have to understand that and the 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 content that you produce still has to produce a wow factor. It still has to be engaging. It still has to be entertaining, right? Imagine, I imagine you cut some shit on, and you just see two niggas playing the game. 
You don't know what the yeah. fuck is going on, right? And yeah, you got you got my niggas telling you about oh he can't do that. That's plus on block or what was a setup? It's a meaty. Oh yeah, we get that. That's fine, right? But for the, everybody, for the other thousands and thousands and thousands of people watching that shit who don't know what the fuck it is you're talking about, right? Guess what they do know? If they turn some shit on and they see me telling chop, nigga, you can't fuck with me. Yeah. That guy, that guy is, doesn't like that guy. That's more important than anything else on the screen. You know what I mean? You can follow that, you can follow that simple concept all day. And guess what? And when you see that, and when you see that storyline, you don't need somebody commentating telling you that's a setup and that's plus. You all you need is two niggas on the mic going crazy saying <laughs> "boom, Salalo," and for if he's on fire, this is the NBA. NBA <laughs> jam, yeah. There we go. That's all you need when you see shit like that. That's all you need, and that's what we missing. So if I if I have a way to bring that back, I'm gonna bring it the fuck back. And if it starts with ATL getting a motherfucking monkey ass whoops, then guess what? <laughs> it's gonna start with ATL getting a monkey ass whoop. I'm pissing oh. with them niggas. Oh my god, I'm about to have babies with these niggas. <laughs> and y'all better not put me on child support either. <laughs> oh man. All right. So I mean, so the last question I got, I know we we've kind of taken your time already. It's midnight. I know it's midnight in Detroit, but um, what are you guys doing to prepare? Oh, no, you're I didn't, uh, that's what I was doing before, uh, before you had said you was ready. I'm over here, I was down here feeding my plants and shit, and then my little grow room. I had to make sure I take care of that first. So, yeah, so you, you good. I'm, I'm probably about to turn the game on. Well, no, I'm hungry. I'm gonna go grab some food first, and then I'm gonna come back and turn the game on. <laughs> but how are you guys preparing? That's my last question, I guess, for that. And then we'll plug, we'll plug all the Twitch channels. Uh, prepare. This shit like out practice. <laughs> it's, it's a ladder. Okay, so you're ready tomorrow. If this shit's tomorrow, I'm, you guys are ready. I'm, I'm ready right now. My, listen, <laughs> let me explain to y'all something. When I, tell, when, I tell you, when I say it's time to fuck, it's time to fuck. <laughs> All I got to do is spit in my hand and rub my dick, right? And that's it. <laughs> and I'm ready to fuck. That's all it is. That's that's the pregame. That's all I gotta do. I say, I said, and I rub it. Two nice little rubs, and I'm ready. Poor top notice. What's, what's the format? Is it like just uh just was a team battle like five, five like what's the format? So so what I want to do is I want to make sure because I don't want what I didn't want was I didn't want to have it where niggas think they slick and put their best nigga forward and think that's gonna be it. So I want to kind of do a how Street Fighter Fight League do their shit where, every, you know, you play and, yeah, the winner winner gets up, loser is eliminated, but the winner gets to go to, has to go to the back of the rotation type shit. I forgot what style that is, what, what, what that's called, but I want to do it like how Street Fighter League do it for sure. So okay. everybody gets a chance to play regardless. And then the winner stays, goes, stays on. They keep their they keep they life. And they go to the back of the rotation. Cool. That's a cool format. Where, where's this going to be at? What, what Twitch channel? It's going to be Detroit. Oh, uh, it's going to be on the grand on the uh grand final gaming channel. Um, damn it, I don't have a put up on me right oh, now. So grand final gaming. 
Yeah, it'll be in the description. So if you're listening, scroll down to the description on whatever platform you want, YouTube, uh, iTunes. The link and the date. When's the date? Everything will be in the description. When's the date for this? Hey, Ship, right now we got it locked in for March 19th. If anything changes, it'll be posted on Twitter so people can see it on Twitter. I'm going to make sure we get a flyer made and everything. I'm just waiting to lock in the date and the money. Because it's the money. It's money on the line, too. Oh, it's okay. money on the line. And uh, me and Iceman Smoke going, going in half and half to get the trophy. So it's going to be money, a trophy, dragon rice. Also, a lot of shit involved. These niggas was talking that shit. And we're going to fuck them up. Oh, we're going to fuck them up. Oh, man. I can't, talk- good. I can't wait to talk to the Poke Chop this week because I wonder what Poke Chop is going to say. Because we're, we're going to let them hear these clips. They're going to hear both sides, man. That'd be so yeah. sick. <laughs> oh, Poke Chop know what it is, man. I'm like, man. Hey, I, I, they call me Fuck Daddy Nasty. It, it, it's gonna get real bad when we play. You gonna see, you gonna see some random hot kicks. You gonna see all lows and all throws. I'm gonna fuck pork chop up. I'm sorry. I'm gonna fuck pork chop up. But right. I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be entertaining for sure. But everybody think ATL gonna win, and that's what I like. I like that they think that they gonna win. And when we fuck on these niggas. Just know, I said it here first. I said it here first. I told y'all that we was going to beat their ass and to have my motherfucking money ready. That's all I want. Have my money ready, you ATL niggas. I'm ready for some of that ATL pussy. I spit on it, and I'll rub it out, and I'm ready. All right, Chris, I appreciate you coming on, man. You got anything else? Man, I appreciate y'all having me on here, man. I really do. I love Detroit, man. Next to Major, I'm, we're buying you dinner. Like, not no cap. <laughs> Don't lie to me, man. Cause I ain't no cheap. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not cheap, but when I say I'm buying someone dinner, Ian, you can even. Yeah, tell. he's about it. Yeah, he. he yeah, I'm sure I want to buy you a great dinner. If it's Vegas, Evo, something. Hopefully, you'll make time for us. It's, yeah, entertaining man, look, everyone. Look, I'm gonna tell you one thing about me, man. I've never been a Hollywood style nigga. I'm a, I've always been a real homebody, homebody nigga. Like, I say what's up to everybody. I play with everybody. If niggas ask me to run sets, I run sets. If people want to talk to me, I talk to everybody. People want to picture, I take pictures. I ain't been one of them awkward ass because people know who I am. I only talk to top players. I only talk to team owners. That shit corny to me. Like nigga, fuck all that. You, we human, man. We here to have a good time. So you, if you say, hey, you gonna be at Combo Breaker? I'm at Combo Breaker. We gonna eat. That's what the fuck we gonna do. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much, man. This could be so, the funniest ones. So, yeah, I should. appreciate y'all for having me. I, I really do for letting me come on here and be myself and cuss my life away and, <laughs> and all that good shit. And and thanks, man. I, I I really appreciate the opportunity. And I hope y'all, the listeners, hope y'all enjoy the listeners and follow follow these people and and make sure y'all support what they're doing for sure. I'm all about oh, support. Yeah. Thank you, what's man. your Twitter? What's your Twitter? So everyone has to follow Uncle Caps on Twitter. Best best tech in Twitter. So what's your Twitter? It's it's corn underscore Uncle Caps. And if y'all could do me a favor, I I got I'm on this little thing for it's called Last Gamer Standing for 25k. I'm gonna post the link. Post that oh. shit for me. Vote yep, for it'll me. be in the description. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, plug, we got we'll you. Yeah. Other than that, I'm out. I'm about to grab me some food with my fat ass. I'm hungry. Y'all take it easy, fellas. All right, man. Appreciate it, Chris. Thank you so much. Have a good one. No problem.